Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today I'm continuing my, what's podcasting going to look like in the future? Little routine here. Yesterday we did a big deep dive on changing the way that we handle and distribute audio so that we let smart devices become much more smarter, much more intelligent about that. But today I want to get to what is at the very core of podcasting, a premise that podcasting is built on and question are forcing people to subscribe to our podcast, is forcing people to subscribe to our podcast helping or hurting podcasting? Is our reliance on the subscribe button helping or hurting things? Hmm. Great, great, deep question to get into. Now, let me be real clear on this. I, I understand that subscriptions are probably here to stay for a while. Again, as I said, it's what podcasting is based on. If you're not distributing it through an RSS feed that people can subscribe to, then it's not a podcast, say the, say the pundits, and say, have said me for many a times. But I want to think in the future. Because when you sit back and look at this, con- this idea, this concept of subscribing, it came about back in 2004 when people were still subscribing to blogs, RSS feeds. We, we, and, and that still works today, by the way. But we've kind of moved away from that. A lot of people aren't subscribing. Google killed their Google Reader tool because it was just not being used that much. RSS is helpful, but it wasn't really that helpful for blogging. Yet podcasting um, matriculated at about the same time, and so we, we adopted it as well. And the great thing about subscribing to a podcast is that every time something is produced, it goes down your feed into your app as a subscriber, and you get it. But that's really weird. Of all the other types of media we consume, subscriptions are kind of the outlier. Now, magazines and newspapers aside, that's different. But those are distributed in a different format. I mean, a magazine is cover to cover. You get it once a month and once every two months. It's lots of content that is built inside. Long, long, long history. Same thing for newsprint. Newsprints are daily, sometimes weekly, depending on where you live and what you're getting it from. That comes in as packed full of information. But podcasting's just different. It's it's audio content, right? There's not much you can subscribe to in audio content. The, the term subscription means something different. I don't want to get into semantics. That's what I'm talking about. Same thing for television. You, you, you don't really subscribe to TV. I mean, sure, you subscribe to Netflix and Hulu and HBO Go. Those, but that's a different type of subscription. The shows that you love, the radio programs that you love, the media you love to consume, the websites you go to consume their content on, the social media people that you follow, the pages that you follow, the accounts that you follow, it's a very different media. In all those other cases, you may really like a show. You may really like the content someone's producing, but 
with few exceptions, you don't want to consume every single thing that person puts out. And again, and again, there are certain people where that's the case. There are certain shows, there are certain content that you do watch and listen to or, or consume that you do want every single thing. I get that. I get that. But like on Amazon.com, if, or, you know, or, or, there's several authors whom I love their stuff. And I've said for years, I would love it if I could just subscribe to everything that that author releases and I just get it in my, in my box right away. Well, they never really did that. There is a way you can follow an author. And you'll get an alert from Amazon when that author has new content available. So maybe that's what the future holds for us in podcasting, where it's less subscribing. Let me let me get back to the problem of why I think subscribing might be holding back podcast consumption from the general public. You know, the 75% of people who have yet to find a reason to put podcasting as part of their daily lives. I think a lot of it, at least some of it, might be... The overwhelmingness nature. Why, why would I want to make that kind of commitment? A potential listener says. Do I really want to commit to getting this every X days or weeks or month? And you may think that's weird. Why would someone worry about committing to that? But I can tell you back from the early days, back in the early aughts when I was working in IT, working actually as a, as a business development guy for, for a company, we were doing some pretty cool stuff that required an appointment for product. And it was a great thing. Hey, let's make appointments. It'll be easier to get your stuff if you set an appointment. And no one was using this, or very, very few people were using this. We had a lot of people going to that page. A lot of them saw the big, it's so much easier to just set an appointment. It was free. It was hassle. They didn't use it. And so we went out to the field and started asking customers, why are you not doing this? You bought, you, you were online. You then came into the location to pick up your product. Why didn't you make an appointment? And their answer was, almost universally, I didn't want to break it. And they didn't mean break the system. They mean they didn't want to break the appointment. They weren't willing to make that kind of commitment. They didn't know what their schedule would be like in X days, X weeks, and so they really weren't sure. Now, of course, a lot of that has changed. Now we're, we're much more uh, akin to doing that. But now, even that is, if we don't make appointments, uh, deliveries show up, right? It's, we've really changed the nature of the game. Going back to the idea of subscribing and podcasting, helping versus hurting it again, I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking through this problem out loud. Not really a problem, but I'm thinking through the future. Because now that our friends at Spotify have decided to make a big entrance into podcasting, you don't get to subscribe on the current implementation of Spotify's app. You can follow artists. Kind of like I can follow an author on Amazon and be alerted when that author has new content. So maybe it's the alerts. Maybe alerts is where it's going to come from. Now, please do not rush out and install one of those little browser pop-up things on your on your website because Lord, Lord knows there are way too many of those. This website wants to know your location and send you alerts all the time. Do you want that? No, said most people on the planet. So I'm not suggesting that it's that kind of an alert. But I can definitely see a change in the idea of how people get their content and stay updated on content that they actually might like. I think subscriptions isn't going away. For hardcore people who want every single thing, you know, the majority of podcast listeners today, I think, probably fit in this category. They're going to want to subscribe, and every time a new episode comes out, they're going to eagerly consume it. You bet. Best fans, or one of your best possible fans. But I think there's an entire class of people sitting out there who this the idea of, yes, I would like to eat everything you give to me. It's kind of daunting. 
I think they would much more prefer if they could, and they can't today, to express an interest. This is the kind of content that I would like to get. This is the person, this is the show, this is the business, this is the idea. These are the things I want. And I want to be notified when there's something new. And I want to, on my own time, these people are thinking, go see and sample and see if it's right for me. That's very different than committing to a subscription. It's a very big difference in committing to a subscription. Now, of course, how do you do that? Where do you do that? Special app? Do you need some other sort of notification set? I, the, the, the technology to layer all this together, I think it exists today, but it doesn't help today. We don't have an easy opportunity. I mean, just before I went live on this, I got a notice from, from Facebook telling me, hey, Evo is going live in about three minutes. You want to watch? Those sorts of things we don't have in podcasting today. It is an all or nothing. It's either subscribe or happen to see it in social. I think there's a I think there's a new way coming. I just don't know what it looks like. I would love to discuss it with you. If you've got ideas of how that actually might work. Some some if you're doing something especially out there and you're in this space right now and it's what you really 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 want to do. I would love to talk more about this. Or if you're a business and you're thinking about podcasting and you think, yeah, Evo, I've always thought about that subscription thing. The good news is I think there's some ways you can repackage some content. And we'll talk about that more tomorrow on the show, how to repackaging content to make it easier for new people to consume. But if you are a business and you want to talk about that and you don't want to wait for the show, get in touch with me, Evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Podcastlaunch.pro lists out all the services that I list that I do for my clients. And I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org 
provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.